Well, here we are again. Arctic Eric with you at the kitchen table. Thanks for joining me here. This is Fika with Arctic Eric. Been a really nice day today. It's a little later in the afternoon here my time. Had a nice walk today. I guess about 13 or 14 kilometers. Thankful for that. And the coffee shop that I frequent, uh, where I enjoy lattes, has just been shop of the year again. And the team is going to be heading to New York. Looking forward to them doing that. There's an interesting word. The word is must. You must and you must not. To be or not to be. That famous line. In the New Testament, it's interesting to see that face-to-face, one-on-one, or as we say here in Sweden, between four eyes, Jesus, in the Gospels, only tells one person that they must do something. And then, in Corinthians, we hear Jesus again saying, must. Interesting. Let's look at the context of the first one. Jesus is speaking with Nicodemus, and he declares to Nicodemus, who came to him, that he, Nicodemus, must be born again. That unless he's born again, he can't even see the kingdom. You can't really perceive the kingdom. You cannot obtain or attain to the kingdom unless you individually, personally, of your own free will and volition, say yes to Jesus and become born again, born anew, transformed by the power of the person of the Holy Spirit. Yes, we know that that word you is in the plural, so that means it applies for you and me, but it's still an individual one-on-one between you and Jesus and Jesus in you. And when the kingdom comes in you, when the Christ comes in you, the king of the kingdom, then you can see the kingdom and begin to live in the kingdom realities by the work of the king, by his spirit in you. Then we see that Jesus tells the wonderful epistle writer Paul, that he must preach the gospel. Paul was told he must preach the gospel, and we know that it was a gospel of grace that he preached, and we know that Christ is the one who is both grace and truth, filled with grace and truth, filled with grace over and over again, abundant grace. So the preaching of the kingdom is a preaching about the Lord Jesus Christ, the only way to the Father. So in Nicodemus's conversation, he's understanding from the words of Christ himself that he, apart from his religion, apart from his education, apart from everything else, that he one-on-one, face-to-face, must deal with the Lord Jesus Christ. Once that must is fulfilled, then the possibility to fulfill everything else becomes a reality in his life and your life and my life. Because the doer, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of grace comes into us so that God's ability, God's power, and God's strength can work in us to do and to work and to finish everything God began. So the musts are one in our one-on-one with God. We must be born again. We must receive power from on high. 
what happens is, though, that if that power is not resident and if that power is not allowed to flow and to transform and to work, then we become rather legalistic. And we decide to make a whole list of do's and don'ts, musts and must nots, in order to accomplish the work of the kingdom, which the king alone can accomplish by his spirit in us and through us. It doesn't take any faith to keep the rules. It takes faith to see the one who gave the law and who fulfilled the law accomplish those things in and through our lives. Yes, there are many things that Christians do because they're a Christian, meaning indwelled by Christ. As he transforms them, their behaviors change through the Word of God, spending time in the Word of God. Their minds are transformed and renewed so that they can allow God to do the work in and through them. But without that, we're stuck with doing the best we can. And God is not looking for us to be the best little children. He's looking to be the only true and living God, the Father of all fathers, the Father of life, the eternal God who wants to change us to be conformed to the image of the dear Son. Paul prayed he was concerned until Christ was formed. It's so important that Christ be formed in us by his spirit, and it doesn't come from the outside. Yes, Christians gather. Christians pray. Christians do many things, but those things are not what make them a Christian. They're not musts. They are things that God works in us, a new desire, a new life, so that we desire him in the word. We desire to listening prayer, communicating with him. We desire to gather together. I'm so thankful that several times each month I gather in different constellations with people. It's marvelous because Christ is there. He draws us together so that his kingdom, which is in us, will flow through us to one another and those around us. So we need to get a check on this word must. The must that is a must. The one and only key must. You must be born again. Have you been born again? Are you trusting Christ alone? Or are you trusting Jesus plus something? You're trusting him plus that you do this and you do that and you don't do this and you don't do that. Listen, we trust in Christ alone. And he comes into our life and he begins a transformational process. I remember the day that I met him at home alone. I was listening to the Gospel of John on a cassette tape that my mother had sent me. And I realized, oh my, this isn't just some man reading a book into a tape. But God himself was letting me know he loves me. And my life was turned 180 from upside down to right side up. In a moment, a myriad of things changed in me, behaviors and thoughts. Was I completed? Of course not. But there was a turn. There was a turn to God, looking to him to do and to work in and through me. So today, I'd, I'd like to encourage you while we sit here at the table, just take a moment and reflect. Are you trusting anyone or anything other than Christ alone? 
Are you allowing and trusting him to work in you, to transform you, to change you? Are you allowing him to draw you to himself in the word? His spirit to lead you in prayer, to hear his voice, and to obey him with a heart filled with joy because your heart is filled with the joy of your salvation, that you're saved by grace through faith and not by works? Think about it. The one must. Other things will happen, but don't turn them into musts. Focus on him, the one and only, the Lord, the King, the Christ, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He desires to complete a good work in you. Please let him do it today. Thanks for joining me. God bless you today. Good day.